everyone, I'm Chris Miller. This is England and Arsenal goalkeeping legend, Mr. David Seaman, and this is Ponytails, the football news, nostalgia, and chat show brought to you each week by spotocash.com, the skill-based online spot the ball competition that hands out £10,000 to a winner every single week. And news for you, David, I don't know if you know this, we're going to be giving away £100 to 10 runners-up as well this week and over the next four weeks. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Just giving away money, that's what we do here. (laughs) Um, Let's get stuck into some football. Um, We've had the international uh, week, we've had two games, uh, two wins, yeah. Yeah, for me, two wins, (laughs) yeah, okay, performances. And we're into the World Cup. And qualified for the World Cup, yeah. Um, Performances could have been better, I'm sure. Um, But, you know, this... There's just so much negativity around England. I don't know why. You know, it's you know, we haven't won anything for a long, long time. It's like why you is know, it? I've been included in that yeah. as well. Um, you know, but all of us. You know, well, it's not all of a sudden. It's like every time there's a Euros or a World Cup, you know, people say, "Oh, can we win it?" It's like, well, just have a look back at what previous tournaments we've been in and how we've fared. Yeah, it's like just keep that. It's quite. It is quite an easy pattern. You can yeah. go look at the tapes. Yeah, I mean, like it is right there. And also, <laughs> I mean, these guys. There is this transition process we talk about. Of these, they are the kind of the, the mm-hmm. young lions. There, yeah. a lot of debutants over the last couple of years. We've had a lot of instability with different managers. Um, it's you know there needs to be a, a sense of probably taking the weight off of these these guys. A little shoulders. bit, you know, because you do see you see a lot of players not playing with fear. But they're not as confident as what they are when they're with their Premier League teams or, or their own teams. Um, I think the pressure gets to them a little bit and they're, they're a little bit afraid to, to express themselves like they normally do and they always take the safe route. Can you talk me through what you think that might be? Because it is that, that feeling, you, you know, that confidence they exude when they're with their clubs. Obviously, a place that they're training week in, week out with, yeah. with, with the you know, players that they play with so often. Um, is it uh, is it that stress and, and that kind of lack of confidence of being able to do it on this on a different stage and on a stage where they don't know that sort of have that telepathic kind of a little um, bit it's a little bit of both players. it's a little bit of, of mental strength as well you know being able to to cut out the the external pressures you know and, and still produce your game you know that's one of the hardest things and especially with England because the pressure is massive you know everybody's always calling for this player to come in and that player to come in but Trust me, it's not easy when you when you come in. You know, it's um, there's a huge pressure there. You know, with all the media spotlight, um, all the fans and all the phone-ins and everything. You know, it, it's big. It's even bigger now mm. than what it was when I was playing. You mm. know, and, and trust me, it, it can get you if you if you know you've made a mistake or you're not playing very well. You know, it, it can get it can make you a little bit nervy. Definitely. I mean, but at the end of the day, we got two wins and yeah. qualified. I mean, that's got to be, we've got to be happy about that. I know the performances weren't like these sparkling sort of destructions of these uh, small yeah. teams or anything, but we did the job. Yeah, we did the job. Okay, the group wasn't extremely difficult, but you've still got to go to these places. You know, like we saw over the weekend, you go over to, um, was it Slovenia, and play on a plastic pitch. Yeah. You oh, know, Lithuania. Lithuania, yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, you know, you go to Lithuania, play on that on a plastic pitch, and it's like, oh, yeah. I hate plastic pitches. Well, yeah, what is that like? Did you play on one, on one at QPR? Yeah, my first season at QPR was on. That Okay, that was bad. That was like this. Really? It was yeah, because it was like that. when they didn't yeah. really know how to do that it. That was like, like yeah. <laughs> like cement and then like yeah. some carpet. Yeah, from, from being cute or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, put yeah. it on there, yeah. that'll do. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, well, yeah okay, What's that like? I mean, obviously, they're a bit more modern now, but it still is different. It is, you know... It's a lot different. And if you watch, you'll see that the guys have to strike the ball a lot different. The mm-hmm. Play a lot of passes with the inside of their foot, 
rather than the instep. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff like that, and it, and it is a total different game, and and it's it still is. I feel it's still an advantage to the home team. Your golfing partner um, and good friend Ian Wright has said still that we're going to win the World Cup. He believes we're going to win. The- <laughs> is, he, is he just is he just joking, or is he? Does he? Do you think he actually still just is that think, overly optimistic England fans nah, who always thinks it's possible? I think you, Ian, Ian's like me. He's like every England fan. We want to win the yeah. World Cup. We would love to win the World Cup. Um, and why not as well? But, like, why not dream? Yeah, you've got to. You've got to. At least we're there. Yeah, you know we're in. We're I in mean, the you tournament. think like Greece went and won the Euros that yeah. time. I mean, Denmark. Iceland beat us in the yeah. last uh, big competition, and and, and again yeah, but it's, you know you've got you've got a chance. But then you know when you when you look at all the teams that are really struggling to qualify, you know I, I still think that Argentina are really struggling to to actually get into the playoffs. Yeah. You know, never mind qualifying automatically. Great to see that. I know, exactly. Yeah. Somebody asked me, you know, like Scotland or Argentina into the World Cup, and I went to Scotland uh, all day long. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Um, but that's not happened either, so. No, yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, it's a shame. It's funny how I, I don't know if you get this sense, but like as, as an Englishman, you, I, I, I don't know if I do this and anyone else, I kind of root for the other home nations, whereas yeah. I know they really don't for us. <laughs> I know. What, I mean, what, 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 what's that about? I was like, oh, Scotland, oh, like really bad for them. Oh. And they're like, I was, I was, uh, no, they hate us with a passion. I was once in an airport in Scotland coming back from salmon fishing, as you do. Yeah. And, um, and Scotland were playing the next game. So there was a lot of Scottish guys coming down on the plane. And then luckily I was in a corner because I, this guy turned around, he got Scotland shirt on, killed the whole lot. <laughs> Just right? And then on the back of his shirt, yeah. it got all these different goalkeepers on the back of his shirt. And then I looked again and I was like, oh my God, they're all like goalkeeping mistakes. That have let England down, you know. So there was like, there was like Shilton and blah blah blah, Clemens, blah blah blah, Seaman, Pierce, all that, you know. Stuart Pierce's mistake when he kicked the ball over, the, you know, when he missed yeah, the penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Southgate, and I was like, oh my god, you know, like wow. that, that's like twisted. Wow. That is. Weird. Did you what? Did you go and talk to him? I didn't know. You like there was about twenty of, twenty other of, of, of them as well. I was like, mm, just stay yeah. in this corner, it's kind of novel, keep your head down. A, a man living with a lot of hatred. Yeah. Um, speaking of men living with hatred I want us to talk to you a little bit about um, some of the things that are going on with the NFL and politics at the moment and right. the way sport professional sport um, you having played at the absolute highest level in, in English football and international football um, seeing what's going on with the NFL I'm not sure if you've been able to keep Wait, up is this with the this is with the, 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 and, the, and, the and basically the president and vice president and, and other members um, of, of the uh, political establishment essentially denouncing the protests and also trying to wade in and saying leave the stadium telling fans to leave the right, stadium yeah. to boo um, the players are having to come out and, and sort of do it's it's just a f- funny mesh of politics and mm. sport at the moment it could be a way that I think there you know we've been going this way for a while especially in the states but is it anything that you've seen in English game um, when you were playing was there ever any issues with people who held certain beliefs and were maybe uncomfortable in, in doing certain things, whether it was a, a memorial or a remembrance or, or this, that, and the other. And do you see this as becoming a problem potentially over here as well? Um, I suppose it could become a problem, but I think with the guys that are, are kneeling down, okay, that's their that's their choice, you know, and just leave it at that, mm. you know, because if it starts getting any further, you know, like what you said about the crowd leaving yeah. and all, or the crowd booing or whatever, you know, you're going to start getting into the grounds of disrupting your performance on the pe- on the, fe- mm-hmm. on, the on the field, mm-hmm. um, you know. So you've got to be careful. You know, you can you can make your stance, 
and then get on with your game. You know, sometimes you'll see, like, in the premiership, like, guys that have got stuff written underneath on their T-shirts that are mm. under their, their actual playing shirts, but it, we've never really seen anything like that here, no. so... Because like, you refer there to sort of more personal beliefs, personal yeah. protests and certain things. Um, and again, like you probably say, like whether you agreed with it or not, you'd support their kind of their right to do whatever they want. And if they have repercussions, they taking their shirt off and getting yellow card, yeah. that's what you get. But when it comes to something more of a sport versus, you know, a, yeah. a, a, you know, a regime. People say keep it separate, but you'll never be able to keep it separate. Yeah. Um, but you know, don't let it start affecting what people are going, what people are paying money for. Mm. You know, like to watch the games. Hard earned cash, yeah. 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 You know, so if you can, if your club let you, you know, that's the first thing. Mm. You know, because normally, like when I was at Arsenal, you was, you weren't really allowed to do anything like that. You know, you were told. Mm. Um, but you know, if the club are okay with it, just just as a little bit of a. Um, what's statement. Like, or yeah, like statement. Yeah. yeah, you know, like but then but then leave it before the yeah, game yeah because you just don't want it you don't want you it don't affecting, want it affecting game. your game because yeah. then that could adversely affect yeah. careers and, and yeah. everything and, and bring everyone else down it's, it's interesting to get your take because it it's a very prevalent thing at the moment and mm -hmm. something which you're kind of keeping an eye on at the moment just because it's it's the way sport is meeting politics and, and the hope that there can be some resolution and, and, the, yeah. but and the coverage it's getting you know, is is going to spread to other countries. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Well, we've already had it at Wembley. I mean, they they took the knee that first weekend, at an NFL game at Wembley, and yeah. it was covered massively. They've already yeah. you know sort of um, broken the borders. But interesting to get your take. Going to take you on to some Twitter questions. All right. Here we go. We got Jack Michaels. He asks, if you weren't a football player, what job would you have done? Well, when I was 19, obviously I got released by Leeds. And I got told I weren't good enough. So that day I went home, I cried my eyes out and I was thinking like, what the hell am I going to do? And my Saturday job before that, before I started playing football with Leeds, was a baker's delivery boy. Okay. And that's what I honestly thought I was going to do. I yeah. was going to become, I was going to start working in the bakery because my mum owned, owned a greengrocer's shop, yeah. which had fresh bread delivered. So I knew the guy, I'd worked with him, you know, every other Saturday or every Saturday before I joined Leeds and, and I just thought well that's, that's going to be me because I left school with no qualifications um, started straight away at Leeds and then went straight into football and then to get told you weren't good enough that was devastating yeah and so yeah so Baker's could, delivery could boy baker. Well, or yeah, Baker well this yeah. so I mean is celebrity Great British Bake Off going to be <laughs> like that we need to see we need <laughs> yeah. to see whether you know you've got the, the cupcakes I deliver the food but yeah. don't make it <laughs> not touching the recipes Great. Um, second question Twitter Tim Helmsley um, would you ever go into coaching and if not, why not? I think I know just from chatting to you before about this, but yeah, what, what's your thoughts about, about coaching and, and yeah. what would you do with that? I, I'm, I'm getting to the stage now where I'm thinking I've got so much to give, you know, mm -hmm. to, to anybody really that I should do something. Um, my first experiences of going into it weren't good. I started, doing, I started doing my badges, you know, my qualification badges and, or coaching badges and... Um, I got told I had to do my outfield coaching badge before I could do my goalkeeping coaching badge, which riled me up. Right. Um, so I just, like I just stopped. Kind of, uh, really strange, you know, because the outfield players don't have to do the goalkeeping badge, yeah. you know, but whether it's changed now, and I don't, hopefully it has, um, but I've, 
I would imagine it hasn't. And so that just rubbed me up the wrong way being a Yorkshireman. And, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, it's, it's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so then I stopped and then I, I went to Arsenal and did a few a few sessions with the, the young goalkeepers mm -hmm. there and with my uh, my good friend and great coach, Tony Roberts, mm -hmm. who's now at Swansea. Um, and then he left and, and that's just faded out a little bit. So I'm in the process of, there's a couple of little things that might develop, but um, we'll have to see. Oh, professional error. Mom's mm -hmm. going. <laughs> <laughs> that's very really interesting though. I think, um, think it would be, yeah, well, obviously we'd love to see it back in, in, in football and in coaching as well. I mean, whether it's something that you would do, not necessarily in front of the scenes as opposed to behind the scenes where you're working with, with the goalkeepers and stuff. Yeah. But, no, it'd be interesting. I mean, is it something you're going to, maybe going to go back to get the badges if they've maybe changed the way they do it? <laughs> I won't go, I won't go and get the badges. Yeah. No, because I don't want to do, I don't want to do full, uh, full time coach. You know, I'd rather be, you know, because I've got, got another life outside football. Yeah. Um, you know, so I'd want it to be part time, you know, and, and, which is what I was doing up at Arsenal, but it just, it didn't work out. And, uh, you know, so that's that's all I'd want. I got offered I got offered Chelsea's job yeah. a long, long time ago when Petrček was there um, as a full time goalkeeping coach, but I didn't want it. You know, I um, I didn't want to go back to football hours. Yeah. And then because they're intense. I mean, it's, it's yeah. It's, it's, a, it's then, a lot of commitment. And then weirdly enough, I got offered um, a goalkeeping job with Harry Redknapp. At Tottenham, <laughs> yes. There you go. Obviously, that wasn't a good Always decision the, to the, the, the thinker there, Harry. Like, ah, they'll never suspect this. He's like an evil genius. Yeah, so well, um, anywhere, anywhere else, but um, yeah, I wouldn't be going back there. Okay, so Pochettino came came a call in. No chance. You wouldn't. <laughs> what about what about is there any is the England goalkeeping role? Uh, you know, I've coaching never, roles around. I'd, I, he's never oh, been. Oh, teammate Gareth Southgate, yeah. now manager. No, like. but there's obviously there's guys that have been doing it for years. Yeah. You know, I think I'd be better off going in on some sort of a mentor role where I can Good. like chat to goalkeepers, watch them train, say this, or you know, mm -hmm. not getting too involved in what the actual coach is, is trying to do. Mm. You know, but just spotting little things. You know, that that sort of role appeals to me more than a full time coach. Nice. Well, just just lastly on that note, um, Jack Butland came in. Uh, played a game, played played in the Lithuania game. Yeah. Um, how? What do you think of his performance? We were talking the other day about when you'd bring him in to get a game, a competitive game. Yeah. And obviously, we qualified, so he took this, the pressure off, and Joe could be um, taken down to the bench. Impressed with him. Obviously, he had to play on the plastic pitch. Probably was not ideal for him to start. But um, yeah. how did you think he did? Yeah, he, he did well. Um, he made a great save from one of his own players. Mm -hmm. um, but there was a save that was just before half time that. Um, people said that it hit the post, but I'm sure that he got his hand mm. to it. Um, but you know, I, I, I even I was rewinding it every day. I even retweeted yeah. it. I put it on yeah. Twitter and saying, you know, I'm sure that he got yeah. a touch on that. And you know, so you know, that's the life of an international goalkeeper, yeah. though, having nothing to do. Yeah, and then and then not having to produce your best and not necessarily getting the credit for it. Exactly. It's like yeah. Seems but, like, no, no, come on. Yeah. But having said that, you know, even even the um, the other game when Joe played. Yeah. You know, he didn't have a lot to do, and then he had two saves to make within like seconds. Yeah. You Staying know, and almost got himself through. knocked out halfway yeah. between the two yeah. saves as well. You know, so, but that's that's what it's like. You know, having nothing to do and then produce your best. Well, it's good to have two good keepers playing well and yeah. well for England. Th there's well. a few there actually. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. All, all four. I mean, at least playing. In, you know, they're getting the competitive yeah. games and they're stepping up. They're they're holding their own. And yeah, because um, there's always that nightmare situation of the. 
you know, the, the, the mistake in that yeah. one game, it ruins confidence. And, and there's a couple that. of friendlies, good quality friendlies coming up, yeah. like Germany and Brazil. Yeah, big ones. That'll be a good stage to to try a couple of them. You know, maybe not start them, maybe bring them on for the second half and things like that, you know, because, yeah. you know, you put your strong a strong team out because you want to get a result. You know, you don't want to get embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so... That I think that they'll be good, um, good times to test them. Definitely, it'll be fun. It'll be good to see them as well. Um, look, we're going to crack on. We're going to be getting on with spotocash.com, doing the draw. Everyone at home, make sure you go and play spotocash.com. You can play for as little as, I think, 33p per spot. And you place a spot. If you place the centre of the ball where David says the centre of the ball is or near enough, you can win 10 grand. The closer <laughs> to will win. Um, also, 10 runners up now for the next four weeks at least will be getting £100. So we're going to be doing that now. Everyone make sure you go and play and we'll see you next time. David, I'll see you next week for that. Pleasure. See you next time.